Bienvenido, damas y caballeros. Welcome back to Freeform Radio on the Freeform Network. Remember, you could follow us on Twitter at FFR Podcast. And you can send in those questions and suggestions, ffnquestions at gmail.com. But again, this is Freeform Radio. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Daniel. With me today is Noel. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining us. And we have Andy. It's all good, Andy. I want to thank you guys for joining us, and I'm glad uh, everybody's here this week. Heck yeah, man. We're we're together getting this podcast going. Um, it's, it's really hot outside. I mean, I had gone up to maybe just until like Tuesday of this week without the air conditioner, but I had to break down and turn it on. Man, I, I you're a brave man. I, I couldn't go any further. It was it was kind of balmy at night, and I'm like, I gotta turn this on to sleep. But yeah, man, it's it's warmish here in the Midwest. It's it's uh the summer dog days of summer, is it? What's that saying? Dog days uh, of summer is usually like July, August. Oh, okay. Well, we're not there yet to July, but it's <laughs> it feels like it, man, with the weather. But I I heard it's supposed to cool down this week, so hopefully we'll see that. Maybe get back into the 70s, something a little more normal. But let's jump into this episode, man. Uh, Andy, man, did Netflix finally get you? Did Arnold, who's Arnold, is it not Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, yeah, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger that's coming after you for the password sharing. Did, did he yeah. come knock on your door, man? Fill us in. So I don't pay for Netflix. Um, I actually do have shared, uh, my sister hooks it up with us. She has all those. Uh, I, th- I only pay for like when... Prime, Hulu, and uh, that's it. Uh, I do have the Max now for free through our phone plan and everything else that I do get. It's all through my sister password sharing. So like Paramount, Discovery Plus, uh, not Disney Plus. She shares that with us and she was sharing Netflix. And I'm just like, I haven't really been on Netflix, but this week uh, she sent me a, a screenshot like, here like they recognize the main two accounts which was like her phone and the tv at that at their house and so she's like i don't know what that means i'm like if i i go are you cutting us off she goes i'm not netflix's so i finally hit home i thought i thought it was gonna be sooner but it's halfway through the year and it finally happened to us and i think she could pay extra to include us or something to get extra logins uh, but it, the price is already high. I haven't I haven't paid for Netflix in years, and I haven't even logged in in a while. Um, my wife was kind of doing it, and there's so many other options now. Netflix, I think, kind of peaked, and it's not nothing where I'm like, oh man, like I fucking need this. Um, but I don't know if you guys feel the same with so many different options. I, I think uh, it's kind of like uh, cable when we cut the cord. I'm kind of not like that. We're going toward the streaming where you're going to have to pick and decide what you want to pay for because some of this shit is getting just as expensive as when we left cable. Because when I left cable, I was pushing over 200 bucks a month and I still know people that pay for it. And the new pricing is like, like it's unbelievable with, even with this inflation, something we were going to talk about down the road. It is just like unbelievable how much it is, but and then, you know, now I'm like, I don't have access to it. So I'm like, what am I going to miss? But 
I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Everything, you know, some Netflix stuff is leaving uh, Netflix, like stuff that they help produce or paid for. It's not even going to be on their uh, thing. So it's going to be like available to, you know, somewhere else is from my understanding. Kind of Disney Plus is doing the same. HBO Max is doing the same. Um, I think the one of the first shows to leave is one of the first shows they produced, uh, Lilyhammer, the guy from The Sopranos. I think you you might have watched it, right, Dan? Sopranos, yeah. Uh, Lilyhammer doesn't sound familiar. That's I don't the know. one where Silvio is like in Europe. Oh, something. right, yeah, like he's like in Russia or something. Or the Hammer or something like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. they pr- that's one of the first shows they produced. And they're like, oh, it's not going to be on the on the, on Netflix no more. And they're like, but you guys created it or paid for it. And they're like, yeah, it, we're not going to. It's not going to be the exclusive home. And I did see some stuff on it that like some people think it's a Sopranos. It's the continuation of the Sopranos. You know, when at the end of the show, he's in a coma. Right. And then they think that's what's going on in his head. Oh. So there, there is this a like, conspiracy, some theory about that, because I've read that some characters or some actors from the show, Sopranos are on that show, and they're saying it's a, it's a, it's what's going on. It what he's going on, he's in the coma. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, it's been a long while since I've seen that show, but I know Alana was a huge Sopranos fan, so we did watch it, and it was okay from what I recall, but. I, I don't really remember too many other soprano actors in it, if there were any at all. But yeah, but the, the, again, like going back to the premises, like the the Netflix sharing the password. I, so I'm like, oh shit, I don't have access to it. But I don't think I'm missing much. I mean, I don't know if you still pay for Netflix or you know well. And I know it ain't no ten bucks no more. I know it's pretty up there. I think it's like nineteen or fifteen bucks or something now. Yeah, I canceled it uh, around 2020, I think. Um, they had like some anime I wanted to watch, and it was only available in Japan, which pissed me off because I'm like, I'm paying for this. Why can't I watch it like everyone else gets to? And uh, so I even tried to use my VPN to make it seem like I was in Japan, which supposedly would work. And then when I did that and I put the VPN for Japan... It, like, didn't even want to let me log in. So I was like, you know what, Netflix, fuck you. Like, I just canceled. I was I was done with them for... And they kept sending me emails like, oh, hey, if you want to come back, we'll give you this. I'm like, yeah. nah, fuck this. But I, um, I, I was kind of like you. I did when I had a VPN. I think I wanted to watch Discovery or something. And I heard on Europe it's on, on Netflix. And then I would try to log in there, like, uh, England or Ireland, and uh, it wouldn't show up. It was, like, fucking weird. You see all these things, and I'm like, I'm going to fuck all this. I think, and then uh, that was, like, uh, I think that was already when I was, like, uh, I'm, I'm going to discontinue all this shit. Yeah, there's so many, like, other streaming option, options. And then there's um, websites where you can get this stuff for free, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, Actually, one of the biggest ones just got shut down voluntarily. They chose to shut down uh, RARBG, rest in peace. That was one of the biggest sites uh, and the biggest torrent communities out there. And they just shut down this week, uh, this past week. I had two sites that I used for like TV. Um, you had to use a VPN, though. And that just those went down recently. I still got a couple for sports, but uh, they're kind of iffy lately. Not there, they're, they're struggling. But 
you know the 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 password sharing i kind of get it uh why they're doing it but i think long term it's probably gonna it's gonna hurt them and i, I don't think uh, netflix has the kind of love that it once did because there's just so much shit out there you know um and there used to be so much great content and then it they all started leaving because these companies started produce, making their own uh streaming services and um like when they had the office and friends and seinfeld and south park like that all they shit and like slowly it just started all going away and i think that kind of hurt them in the long run yeah to me i i get netflix for free so i i don't even see a, a payment on it but you know just like you get hbo max i think you said uh yes. for free with your cell phone i get netflix with my t-mobile but um i i do watch it uh actually quite a bit uh, usually when i'm winding down or i just want like something in the background i'll throw on some seinfeld or or, or something like that something kind of mindless where I've seen it a thousand times and just by hearing the audio, I could visualize the episode in my head. And so while I'm doing something else, I'll, I'll have it in the background. But Netflix, you're right. It doesn't have a ton of great stuff, but it still has got some good stuff. Um, uh, one of my talking topics is something that I watched on Netflix. So I, I do still view it. Yeah, well, Netflix used to be this like bastion of like, last shot to get shows that got canceled on network tv or cable and netflix would like okay let's we'll give you a season to wrap up everything which they did for a lot of shows and uh some were good some were bad and um i think that kind of went away now you, you, they're not sharing numbers and then like a lot of the current content the last one where i was like i gotta watch was uh stranger things and i think like season three it got kind of weird for me and i stopped watching and like ever since then like the only thing where they've been somewhat interesting or have good stuff has been their documentaries and even i think they're struggling in that department lately so the only thing i, I kind of got excited for was the uh, the unsolved mysteries the the they redid them and they kind of changed the format from the 80s 90s style which is fine um uh but that's about it but i didn't wasn't like oh shit it's gonna drop today like i just waited till they all drop uh um and then i watched them and i'm like oh that was cool but it wasn't enough for me to like i want to uh sign up again and get it i mean i think that was the last one um where i was a show or anything where i was like i gotta watch it and like no, I, I think it kind of lost its luster, and uh, they used to have a lot of movies, and then even now, a lot of people from Hollywood are shitting on, like, Netflix and streaming movies. I think Tarantino just came out with a quote, like, nobody, we don't know who the fuck watches them, and they're on some server, and, like, once that shit's gone, like, nobody cares, and I feel like a lot of people have that sentiment lately um because once that it's digital and people lose it like who knows what the fuck happens to it you know who's keeping track who's storing it who's it, who has it in a hard drive and physical media more and more people are going to you know talking about physical physical media especially um since disney plus just had like this big purge and uh they're gonna dump all these movies get rid of it and uh uh people i saw people this uh 
group that I'm part of on Facebook shit. And I'm like, I don't got to worry about it. I got them on Blu-rays or DVDs and stuff. Yeah, I think uh, this year, the best thing that's really like Netflix has going is either Stranger Things, the season five, the finale, or the, what was I was just watching, uh, Witcher. The season three is the last season with Henry But even Cavill. Witcher went through so much shit. Like I watched, I think, part a couple episodes of the first season i wasn't a good i wasn't like oh, i gotta watch it like i'll finish it later but then later on i heard there was issues with the main character leaving and then they wanted more more of the inclusivity and all this stuff i don't know how much of that's true or not you know well yeah there's a lot of stuff going on with it but uh the, the first two seasons were you know well well received the people liked it Season three is Henry Cavill's last season, so people are tuning in for that. But then they're going to replace him because they don't want to. Henry Cavill was like a really big fan of the actual game series and the franchise Mm -hmm. itself. And so he wanted it to be true to that. And they want to, like like you said, be more inclusive and do this other shit. And so that's why he he stepped out. He's like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I mean, they even did, like, a prequel, and it failed horribly. Like, it's just, they don't know what they're doing at Netflix, man. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, A lot of the new shows, my wife's always like, do you want to watch this or do you want to watch that? And I'm like, nah, I read, like, I read stuff. I'm like, I'm not intrigued or don't want to watch. Which one she was asking me? Oh, the new there's a new Jack Ryan. I think the final season for on Amazon Prime, and she's like, "Do you want to watch it?" And I'm like, "Eh, maybe." Like I'm not the last season. I I thought last the last season was its last, but I guess they're bringing it for one more. And um, like I might want to watch that. The only thing I'm watching right now that's new. I finished watching Roseanne, and that was on Peacock. The last season sucked balls. And I I searched videos on it on YouTube and a lot of people agree with me, but I'm on Hulu I'm watching um, the Dropout the Elizabeth Holmes show I don't know if you guys know about that and it's kind of it got me intrigued, but other than that in Hulu I don't really want to watch there's not a lot of stuff on Hulu that like intrigues me some of the effects stuff like I might watch some of the older shows and stuff but that th- that's about it. Yeah, man, you're gonna miss out on unsolved mysteries, man. That, that I agree with you. The reimagined version, it's pretty good, man. Yeah, that's I said. The it wasn't. They had to do it. I get it. They can't do like bring out a fucking CGI Robert Stack in a trench coat, going, "Uh, are you ready?" And well, they did for the intro. They the yeah, silhouette. that's a silhouette, silhouette, right. which was nice. It wasn't like they acknowledged like this is the man that did all that, and then. Uh, but the the way the show is produced, like with that stuff, it was like I was wondering: are they gonna have a fucking host? Are they gonna have like some type of narrator? And they just like dive right into it, which was done pretty well. Um, so I was kind of like, oh, this is good. It's not. Uh, it's. Uh, I was kind of nervous about that, I guess. But they they did a good job, and it didn't interfere with the with the the show's uh, setup. So I was happy about that. Um. But we'll see, man. Like, uh, yeah, with the password sharing, I wonder if any other uh, streaming things are going to go through it. Because I, I do share Paramount Plus. Uh, my sister helps me with that one. My sister helps me out a lot with that shit. Uh, 
Discovery Plus. Uh, and then what's the other one? She got Disney Plus. My wife started rewatching uh, The Mandalorian, the new season, and she watched some of The Willow, which she was kind of disappointed in. But um, <clears throat> I wonder how long before they start cracking down on that because I know Disney Plus. I think this first quarter of this year, they lost 4 million subscribers. So they're uh, they're in panic mode. And then you hear about all the purging they're going to do, uh, other content on Disney+. Plus. So we'll see what happens, man. Um, but uh, let us know what you guys think. If you guys password share on certain a- uh, streaming sites or app- apps at ffnquestions.gmail.com, or do you guys even care, or you're a rebel and just go surf uh, on the internet and find some bs website with a shitload of pop-up ads and then just x them out to get to the show to the movie or the episode but uh let's go to you noel um the this early summer or early uh movie summer movie seasons uh blockbuster which uh didn't go into a lot of the the woke nonsense from my understanding and it got positive reviews. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. I know Danny saw it uh, with his kid. What do you are, do? You have those thoughts, or what? Do you, give us your take on it. I know I seen some stuff trick a lot. Of people buying Blu-rays and DVDs. I don't even know it was out already. I mean, I, I think didn't it come out like in April or something? Uh, you know that's a good question. I actually saw it uh, streaming, and it was. I'm not sure when it actually came out. I'm about to Google that. Um, but yeah, I would, I would say it's really good, uh, movie. It's worth watching. Um, when I first heard about it, I was kind of skeptical because I heard it was going to be voiced by a couple actors. I wasn't even sure would be good for the role. Um, so Chris Pratt was going to be playing Mario. And then I, I keep blanking on the other guy's name, but the guy from always sunny in Philadelphia, yeah, he's going to be Charlie. playing yeah, Charlie I don't Day. I know his real name. Yeah, yeah. That's his. Yeah, it's his real name, Charlie Day. Uh, it's gonna. He's gonna play Luigi. So I was kind of, you know, skeptical. I was like, man, is that voice gonna work? And Chris Pratt is his voice gonna work for Mario? You know, it's such a unique, iconic voice. But then when I actually gave it a chance and I watched it, I was really pleasantly surprised because I mean, you could tell it's his voice, but it's not his normal conversational speaking voice. Uh, he does a little twist on it. Kind of like um, in Guardians of the Galaxy, Rocket Raccoon, the the voice actor isn't using his actual voice. He's like putting a little twist on it, a little voice actor magic on it. And so Chris Pratt did the same thing. I thought it really worked out well, and he he did make it seem like like, like a Mario, you know. In Guardians, the the voice is um, the guy from Hangover. Yeah, that guy. And- I, I, I was blanking on his name too. <laughs> and then uh, Groot is done by Triple uh, uh, X guy or the Fast Hundred movie guy, uh, Diesel. Then Diesel. Hey, these guys are getting old. You don't remember any names. He's like the guy. I just remember Vin Diesel going, "I live for this shit." In that Triple X movie or Agent X or whatever the Vin fuck it Diesel. Was yeah. Yeah. He's Groot. Yep, that's he right. Showed his acting chops on that one, yeah. No, yeah, he did pretty well. Um, that that was uh, that's that's uh separate though. Chris Pratt in his own right, he he's a decent actor. He's been in it for a while, so you know, in the the movie, it's pretty well done. And some of the other voice actors here, just to kind of name a few, so Jack Black does Bowser, 
uh, Anya Taylor-Joy does Princess Peach. Um, so she's been coming up and, you know, bigger actor now. Um, it's got the guy from Walking Dead. He does the, Ping, the Penguin King's voice. There's some recognizable voices in here. And, and so it was uh, interesting to see. Uh, Seth Rogen does Donkey Kong. And they, they throw homages to the games, the originals, the new ones, um, even dating back all the way back to, uh, what was it called, Jumping Man or whatever the hell it was, where it's Donkey Kong throwing barrels under, like on a, you, you know what I'm about, like that old school Nintendo, or was it yeah, Atari? Donkey Kong. Was, is that what the original game yeah, was, Donkey no, Kong? Okay. where Mario was jumping, and then... Yeah, I think before that or right after that or before or after there was a, a game called Mario Brothers and it's just they were throwing hammers or some shit. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> so they they do a lot of homages and it was it was really cool to see that. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it's well received. It's got a 7.2 and IMDb out of one hundred and thirty one thousand votes, which is actually pretty good. Um, Metascore, I, I always like just don't even count it in existence. Like, I just void it. Like, it shouldn't even exist. But they got it at 46 in Metascore, which it's definitely not a 46. I can guarantee you that. Um, they do a lot of cool, like, uh, showings. They show the Rainbow Road. They do the Mario Kart thing. Uh, they do the, you, like, you hit your, you, you hit the blocks to get the stuff inside. They, they do the whole star thing. And, like, it, it's actually got a story. Bowser's, you know, trying to take over the, the Mushroom Kingdom, and he wants to marry Peach. And so Peach, he's, like, kind of holding the Mushroom Kingdom hostage and forcing Peach to marry him, um, which isn't really a spoiler. I'm not going to, you know, keep going into detail, but it's essentially the whole plot of it is, like, Mario's trying to help, you know, save the day. Going back to the score stuff, Noah, there's a big thing on... Uh... Some of the YouTube channels I watched, uh, this is one of those movies where a lot of the critics wanted, uh, they were shitting on it, on the storyline that you are just talking about. It's kind of like outdated and stuff. And it goes to show you what the review of the fans to that, because the other big one was uh, uh, the one that was highly, uh, uh, gave good radio, uh, reviews was uh, The Little Mermaid. But the, the other view, the the watcher the moviegoers gave it like shit ratings and everybody else is like oh this is decent it's pretty good the the star this act out but they give it high reviews but yet the movie fucking tanked <laughs> so uh and this one i think a lot of people didn't want it to do too good and people were shocked how well it did uh and they're like with this storyline that is like I'll, I'll give it to you it's like it's basic like uh woman Save the princess, blah blah blah, and um, and a lot of people didn't like that. A lot of people in the the news media. Well, see the the cool thing I thought was that the Princess Peach kind of holds her own. You know, it's it's not like they're making her a damsel in distress kind of thing. Although you know she she's actually trying to she's she's put in a position where she's got to either agree with Bowser's demands or everybody dies and like the whole kingdom's destroyed. And so she she wants to, you know, find a way to, you know, get out of the situation. That's where Mario comes in. That's where Luigi comes in. So it's it's not really like a damsel in distress type of thing. So, I mean, people that are woke, I guess they're going to get angry about anything like that. Even because that's, that's just how they take things nowadays is they, they see one thing and then they amp it up much more than it needs to be. 
And just like you were saying to your comment before about how, you know, maybe the critics didn't, you know, review it right where the audience did enjoy it. And then the Little Mermaid was the opposite where the critics thought it was amazing, but the audience didn't like it. Well, the box office results pretty much, you know, prove that Super Mario was actually a, a good movie. The budget was $100 million. Yeah. Opening weekend, it made its money back plus yeah. $146 million. Gross worldwide, over a billion dollars yeah. made. So I'm like, yeah, this is a successful movie, man. Yeah, that that's what they're they were saying now. Like Universal, they're the king of animated movies, and Disney's kind of taken aback because the last uh, bunch of movies, like Elemental, and then um, the the light the Buzz movies, all those generally they lost a shit ton of money, um, and they're like, has Disney lost its touch? And a lot of it are people are blaming all the people on the conservative side is blaming their storylines hard they're pushing their agenda and like people just want to go and get entertained and don't want to see a bunch of just uh nonsense that goes against traditional families i guess i mean in my opinion but yeah. they're struggling and uh people are like oh the, the the movie business is dead but you get movies like mario brothers and it's, it makes a billion dollars nobody thought nobody in the industry thought that was going to happen Especially the track record of movies uh, made out of uh, video games. It hasn't exactly been the best. I think Sonic, I don't know if Sonic's made a billion dollars per movie, but I'm shocked they keep making it so they're doing something right, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that, that's the thing is, like, these movies, like, as long as you have, like, a little bit of a comedic element to it, and w- which, you know, Sonic and Mario, they, they kind of do. They have that opening for it. Whereas, let's say you made a Metroid movie, you wouldn't really be able to have that comedic element to it that, like, Mario or that Sonic have. Because the the stories behind Sonic and Mario are just so fantastical. It's cartoonish already to begin with. So to see it made into an animated movie or, in Sonic's case, a live-action mix, um, it it worked out really well. I I enjoyed it. I wouldn't say it's, like, an Oscar-worthy movie or nothing. I don't want to hype it up too much, but... The 7.2 rating, I would say, is close to what I would give it. I would give it a 7.5 because uh, it, it really entertained me. You know, and it's it's not a super long movie, an hour and a half. Like it's it's seriously worth a watch. If anyone grew up with the game, just give it a chance. Yeah, for sure. I think if you grew up playing the original games, the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, even the uh, the GameCube. It hits all those nostalgia things. You'll see little things from all the old games. And that's what I thought was really cool. That it wasn't just a service for the newer viewers, but even service for some of the retro guys that you got those little glimpse of of things that reminded you of those old games. Definitely, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that's uh, one of the movies I saw recently. Uh, another movie I saw recently was uh, Shazam! Fury of the Gods. It was a sequel to the first one, and uh, I don't know. Have you guys uh, seen that one yet? I have not seen any of the Shazam movies. No, the, the yeah, I know, man. The first one was awesome, man. I, I really enjoyed the first one, and I got to admit, the second one I'm kind of snoozing on, but I do intend to to hopefully rectify that and watch it soon. Yeah, man, I, uh, you know, I... I enjoyed it personally. I thought Shazam, the sequel, uh, Fury of the Gods, I thought it was a cool movie. It wasn't the best movie. Um, 
And and right now DC is kind of struggling. So, you know, I was kind of trying to support DC at the same time. I, I wanted to watch it and and kind of just hopefully see DC put out another good movie because it's they've been struggling lately. But you know, it, it was good. It's worth watching. It's just I, I wouldn't rush out to see it. Um, right now it's got a rating of a 6.0 out of 10 on IMDb. And looking at the box office results here, uh, it, it had a budget of $125 million and grossed $133. So it's definitely not a success in terms of the box office. And, you know, potentially that could be because of the competition it had going into, you know, when it was in theaters. But uh, it, it's got a little over two hours runtime. And a lot of special effects. They they really went all out with it. There's just so much like damage and destruction that happens, and it, all the characters that are in it. Um, I I grew up watching a lot of these actors. Uh, so like Adam Brody, uh, he he plays one of the superheroes in it, and uh, Lucy Liu is in it. She's a villain. Uh, Helen Mirren is also in it. She's uh she's a a villain as well. And uh, it's got the Digimon uh, Hansu. He plays the wizard again. He was in Black Adam. He was also in uh, Shazam, the original one. And so it was kind of cool. They they kind of balanced it out with the the foster home family uh, setup and how they all kind of unite to form this like Shazam team, whatever you want to call it. And it, it was kind of cool. You know, it reminded me of the Justice League in a way, but more like Stranger Things meets the Justice League. So, like, imagine if the Stranger Things cast got superpowers, you know? It was uh, a good blend. Um, but it's one of those movies where it's it's not like I said, it's not going to be winning Oscars. It's it's not overly dramatic where it's it, it hits, you know, you, it hits you in the fields or anything like that. It's just got some cool family-oriented storyline that's not woke at all. Uh, even, but the women do get their chance to to shine which is cool i thought it balanced it out really well where you know there's male and female characters that they all get to you know have their chance in the spotlight so you know i would say it's it's worth watching don't you know it's not something you want to rush rush out to see but uh i would probably give this one a 7.0 yeah it does look okay uh i did kind of hear some of the same feedback uh, that maybe it's not as great as the first one, which I thought the first one was great. I, I thought it was a good movie. But yeah, it kind of like kind of killed my vibe to want to go see it. But I th- I think I should go out and check it out because I, I do tend to try to support DC movies, even though they got rid of my boy uh, Kevin uh, uh, Cavill. They got rid of him as a Superman. So I'm, I'm not really digging DC. Well, they actually got rid of all their... DC characters. I think they only kept the Aquaman guy. But um, yeah, uh, I'm excited to see um, the Flash that's coming out from DC, and I, I do got to catch up on this Shazam one. Yeah, it, it's worth watching whenever you get a chance to get get it. Um, you too, Andy. I, I do recommend it. I don't know if you still even are into comic book movies anymore, but I'm I'm kind of burnt out. I'm more into. Uh... I think uh, after Endgame was so good, I, I've, I've watched one after that. And I remember thinking, like, 
this is fucking like <laughs> like I'm fucking like I can't and then like I wanted to get into the Venom movies I just I would watch clips of it and I'm like eh like I couldn't get into it and then uh, even the Spider-Man movies like I love Spider-Man uh, I didn't watch the last two um, and I'm just like I don't know I'm kind of burnt out on it and then uh I don't know. The Flash, it intrigues me because it has Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck. I love time travel shit, like movie stuff like that. So I'm tempted to watch that one, even though there's been so much drama regarding that movie and the lead actor. Um, I I do want to check it out because the trailers do make it look good. Yeah, I was on the fence with Flash just because yeah. of all the awkwardness with the main actor. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the thing is, man, like, I remember seeing him in a lot of different things uh, growing up when I was, like, in the early 2000s. There was a lot of TV shows he was in, you know, movies that I saw. And so he seemed like he was on a good tra- trajectory in his career as an actor. And then somewhere along the line, like, I don't know if, just Hollywood pressures or whatever just, you know, changed the way he he just interacted as a normal human being. And he just started doing some really outlandish, weird shit. And I'm like, right. nah, man, I can't. I don't really want to support anything he's a part of at this point. Maybe we'll see in the later on. Yeah, that's why. That, that's why I'm like with you. Like, ah, oh, man, that guy's done some messed up shit. I know he might have some mental issues. But the trailer, I saw this, uh, the Japanese trailer, and it has a lot more, it's a better trailer, and I'm like, fuck, like, I want to watch it. <laughs> and, like, yeah. and then I was just like, oh, man, like, kind of, like, it got my, uh, it's like, it's a fucking movie, watch it or not, but, like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to watch it at the theater, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think I'll watch it in the theater either, although it's, you know, I do want to see Michael Keaton, that was, like, one of my favorite yeah. Batmans growing up, man. That OG Batman was good. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, um, you know, there there are some good comic book movies coming out. Deadpool uh, three, that'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah that's Spider Man and the the cartoon one. That looks oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think it's out this week now, or it came out this past Friday. Yeah, Efren just went to see it. He uh, he said he liked it a lot. Yeah, uh, that looks cool. It's got like over an 8.0 right now or something like that. But uh, yeah, comic book movies, you know, I, I get what you mean, dude. It, it can cause a burnout because there's just so many to choose from. And But uh, Shazam is one of those where, you know, it's if you have time, you're looking for a, a popcorn flick and you just want to, you know, relax and just watch some, you know, wholesome, fun movie. Yeah, Shazam is one of those, you know. But uh, moving on to you, Daniel, uh, looks like... Uh, even with this heat going, you got the garden stuff going. So, well, what have you been doing in your garden and uh, and all that? Yeah, it, I I started putting in the the garden stuff uh, more so this year than last year because um last year was our first garden in this house, and um where we were planning to put the stuff it since we had kind of a wetter uh, spring summer last year. It kind of stayed really damped. Um, it, not a marsh where there would be water, unless it like rained like three days in a row. Then you would see like a like a half puddle of water. 
uh, where we wanted to plant them. So we're like, ah, dang, man. It's like, you know, if you plant stuff in like a marsh area like that, where it's constantly underwater, the plants will drown and, and they won't grow and you won't get a good yield. So uh, we did on top of the soil planting. So we put it like basically on pots. We put everything in pots. But I don't think the plants really dug it. Uh, I don't think uh, tomato, cucumbers, peppers, stuff like that. I don't think they're meant to be in pots. So we barely got anything out of it at all. So this year we decided we're going to do an above ground um, garden. So we, we got these like um, uh, wood boxes from a Facebook marketplace. We found some guys selling them. So we bought a few of them and we planted out our garden. It looks nice. They're growing like monsters right now, uh, even though it hasn't really rained. But um, we'll see how the water bill comes in because my wife's been watering them every day. So we'll, we'll see how, how bad that bill is. Do you get any varmints going into your, your garden boxes or do you have any problems with that, like with the squirrels or, or anything else? Not yet, uh, just because they're flowering, but uh, n none of them have really produced anything. Like on the, uh, we have, um, I think it's like four or six tomatillo plants. Mm -hmm. And and those are starting to have little like, um, um, maybe like blueberry size tomatillos that are starting to grow. But they, they haven't matured yet. So um, I have seen rabbits and there are squirrels in my area. So. Uh, hopefully they don't go into it too much. I did hear that if you plant certain other herbs around that area, that it kind of detracts um, any kind of um, animal from coming and eating some of your, you know, your growth or whatever you got there. But I got to relook into that. But uh, as of right now, nothing's been touching it. Uh, it's just been kind of dry these last couple of weeks. So hopefully the water... Um, will come soon, which I think I heard it's supposed to rain next Saturday. So hopefully that'll fit out my rain barrel because uh, we also have a rain barrel for catching water to kind of help with watering the plants. So I was about it, to ask you that because we have one over here. Like you've seen the big one that we got. Right. Do you have one like that? Uh, nothing that big. Uh, we have one just a uh, regular size, like a uh, picture, like an oil drum, like that size. 55 a 50 gallon. gallon or 55? Yeah, something like that. That sounds right. Uh, and, and we just got to set up on our gutter, kind of like my mom, uh, mm -hmm. to just pick up the, the water that comes off of the roof. And it, it, with a good rain storm, like if it rains for a few hours, it'll fill the barrel up pretty quick. Uh, so I just need a good rain. And the barrel usually lasts about a week or two, depending on how much you water and obviously depending on how many plants you have. But for us, it lasts a, a good two weeks if it doesn't rain again. But we're going on to three weeks now without any rain. And this is going to be week four, I guess, technically, of no rain. So um, I've used up all my rain barrel. And I'm actually thinking about maybe putting a second one in to kind of get us through maybe a longer stretch, maybe three weeks, four weeks without rain uh, to be able to water my plants without, you know, racking up any kind of crazy water bill. But we'll see, man. <laughs> We're we're excited, man, because uh, I I love fruits and uh, fruits and vegetables, and to me, tomatoes. I usually snack on them at night if if we have some. 
uh, and I'm looking for a snack and I don't want to get anything really. I don't want to eat chips. I don't want to eat anything kind of heavy. I'll slice up a tomato, put a little lime on it, and bam, man, that, that shit's good. Same thing with a, cucumbers, same thing. A tomato sandwich, uh, Danny? I've seen that before. I, I've had tomato uh, BLTs, you know, like uh, bacon, lettuce, tomato. Like, I, like I'll have mm, some no. of those, like if I have a lot of tomatoes, but not just a tomato by itself. Yeah, I've seen it where they put it in sandwiches with, like, oil and pepper and stuff. So, mm. and a little bit of salt. It sounds okay. Like if you were to put maybe some like mozzarella cheese with some tomatoes and uh, maybe a little salt and and uh, oil they on might. there, yeah, mm-hmm. that 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 does sound pretty good. But yeah, man, I'm excited. I can't wait till these plants start coming out. Um, I got a feeling I might be a little bit like you, Andy. Where I'm a zucchini, okay guy. You know, I'm not a fan, but I'll eat them. And we got four zucchini plants, and I'm worried yes. that the, the yield is going to be way too much. It's going to be a shitload, dude. Yeah, we're going to be eating zucchini every day, it sounds like. But What but, about some watermelon or uh, pumpkins? Uh, the last year we lived at the, the other house that we came, we did try to grow watermelon, strawberries, and melons. But the they would only come out like softball-sized watermelons, and it wasn't good. I mean... Most of it was rhyme, and it, I just don't think that. Well, that in that area as well, we had gotten really bad water bills the years before. So I kind of told my wife, like, let's just let Mother Nature take care of these, and we'll sprinkle some water every now and then. But we're not going to be watering these things every day, and I, that might have contributed to why. But yeah, it kind of got me away from like ah man this this isn't the climate for like yeah fruits and stuff like that like the the, the zucchinis and, and and some of that stuff they don't need all that they just they grow on their own if you give them water they'll fucking grow massive um like when uh, i think we talked about it in the past where uh, my wife grew uh, zucchini and squash and these fucking squashes like yellow squash were like huge dude like it was like holy shit. She didn't really. She just she just water them, and I got like uh, squashed out. Like we had squash spaghetti, zucchini spaghetti, and like just fucking dice them up and fucking grill them and like uh, put them in like every type of like a type of stir fry like with some meat. And I'm like that summer, like I loved squash and like and, and I would uh, zucchini was alright. By the end of that summer, I'm like I'm fucking done. I'm like I can't eat this shit. <laughs> And then we've added, like, with quesadillas that, you know, like, uh, you dice them up. And, like, every form of way I ate it. And I'm, like, I got I got sick of it. And I used to love it. And I'm, like, I, I'll have them once in a while. But not, like, I'm not looking for them, I guess, is what I should say. You know, I'm, like, oh, man, some, I want some uh, this or that. Like, no, nah, not no more. Because she produced so much of that. We couldn't even give the stuff away. And I felt bad because we had some huge pieces. I'll chop it up, I'll, I'll grill something, and a little uh, olive oil and some salt and pepper, and it was good. It just, dude, it was like every day, every day. Right, right. Yeah, I'm not a huge zucchini fan, but I'll, I'll have it. I mean, like you mentioned, some stir fry with the steak. You kind of just grill some out. Uh, so I'm, I'm down with zucchini, but we'll, we'll see, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm really excited. Hopefully, we'll have a good yield, and it's looking good so far, man. Um, something else I wanted to talk about was, uh, speaking of Netflix, the, um, Cobra Kai, I finished the season five, which is the last one that they did. 
And man, it was uh it was like a bring everybody back from the old karate kid movies. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everybody shows up, everybody does a little cameo. <clears throat> uh which which wasn't a terrible thing, but it was just like really overwhelming with the characters. I kind of felt like it was the most like shotgun Cobra Kai with just so many characters, so many plot points going on that uh, it wasn't the strongest in my feeling. Now, towards the end, it did kind of focus back in a little bit. And then uh, the the last episode, I thought they were going into like uncharted territory when I actually thought like a character like bit the dust. But then, like always, like every uh kids tv show oh he's okay here you go come on get up and let's get going and uh it it, it kind of like i at first i thought wow i can't believe they're doing this and it was really getting me not excited because i don't want to see people die but it's a tv show after all but it did give me like wow they they're not afraid to do this it's crazy you got emotional uh, then I, a little bit a little bit <laughs> yeah so so it worked it worked what they were trying to do but uh, from the way it wrapped up, I feel like there is going to be a season six. So we'll see uh, if season six does come around. Um, I I haven't really heard anything, but to be honest, I don't really keep up too much with social media and stuff. So I'm not sure if they're advertising it, but uh, season five was okay. Uh, if you want to see all the characters from uh, Karate Kid one through three, um, definitely tune in to yeah. uh, Cobra Kai season five because they're all in there. I saw pictures of the guys from, uh, well, the guy from Okinawa, right? That you keep for your collection. I saw pictures of him. I saw pictures of uh, the karate bad boy. I saw pictures of the old sensei's friend from Vietnam. I saw pictures of... Uh, so many like stills and stuff on like on twitter and i'm like holy shit like they're bringing back everybody that's why i i I wasn't sure if that was gonna be the last season um but it sounds like they left that open for another season huh that that's what it felt like i i was under the same impression there was so many characters that i'm like all right they're going out with a bang kind of thing but the way they kind of wrapped it up i could see an opening for season six so I don't know oh, if it's in the sure. yeah. Oh, it is for sure. It's gonna be their final season. It's coming out okay. this year. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that's the way it kind of wrapped up. So, uh, ha- have you seen season five, Noel? Oh yeah, dude. I saw it when it like pretty much when it first came out. Um, you know, yeah, I, I get what you mean. Uh, we, I, I agree for the most part with what you were saying. It, it kind of was like deviating from what originally made the show really good in the first couple seasons. And then it, it did kind of come back at the end. And it I, I feel like it wrapped up well, but I know exactly what you're referring to when you thought somebody was gonna die and then they didn't. And I was like, I felt the same thing. I was like, I was like, man, this guy, you know, like he, he was probably he was such a cool character, especially in that right. season. Uh-huh. I was like, man, yeah, I was like I, I was happy that he didn't die, but at the same time it kind of took away from like the realism of it. Right. And I, I was like, most people would have died like that, like that. That in real life, he'd be dead <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but he's uh, he's got that Cobra Kai in him, so yeah, he's uh, 
he's gonna survive another year right um, yeah it was good though yeah it, it was good so i i want to encourage people cobra kai fans especially season five is definitely a watch um it's a netflix then <laughs> yeah if you share get the password from somebody and watch netflix cobra kai season five and and the last thing I want to just talk, quickly talk about was I watched Ghost Rider the movie with uh, Nicolas Cage uh, for the first time. I had the never seen it. The first one or the sequel? Uh, well, the first Ghost Rider yeah. movie. Okay. Yeah. Was there a sequel to this thing? There was a By sequel. Nicolas where, Cage. Yeah. Jesus. He was like they do like where he's young, so he comes out, and then they have like a young something like that. Like he was in half the movie or something. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it was the first time, and for being a, a superhero movie watcher, you know, as we've been talking about a lot in this episode, I had never seen the first Ghost Rider, so I, first of all, I couldn't find this anywhere. I'm sure it's probably on Disney, but Disney is one of the streaming things that I don't have, so I was looking everywhere to see if I could find it, and I couldn't find it anywhere. I had to find it on a streaming site, uh, one of those, uh, you know, secretive streaming sites, and I finally watched it. And I got to say, man, it wasn't half bad. Now, it wasn't good either. Uh, and maybe time hasn't done it well. But it was pretty good, man. I, I thought the story was was half decent. Got kind of hokey at the end with the the two ghost writers and, and this and that. But I thought it was I thought it was OK. I, I don't know if you guys ever watched it or, or if it even intrigued any of you guys. I mean, I remember coming out, if I remember correctly, Sony made it, right? And it was part of uh, the the Spider-Man thing or something. But I didn't, I read the reviews and people weren't feeling it. And then uh, I remember it did, like, enough interest. It made a sequel, but uh, they put, like, Nicolas Cage half. And then they were using another guy as a young ghostwriter or something. And then... Uh, that was it for the character, and I think of Agents of Shield. They brought a Ghost Rider back, but they made him Mexican or something. <laughs> like that's all I remember from like the Ghost Rider and any of these uh, live action things. Um, and uh, and it's such a cool character, right, in the book. And then I think the movies, kind of like you said, I, I think some people found it hokey, and it wasn't like. I guess they couldn't explain the flaming skull or something. I don't know. Just people weren't didn't feel it. Yeah, yeah. Going back, so it was two thousand seven. This came out. Um, it, I it had some cool moments in it. I I just I I wasn't super excited about Nicholas Cage uh, playing him. I thought like maybe they could have gotten someone that was a little younger at the time. You see, uh, uh, Nicholas Cage more as a Superman. Uh, yeah, no, not even that, man. I know he likes them a lot. I know he really wanted to play Ghost Rider and Superman, but I, I just don't think I don't see him as that. I, I've seen him in so many other roles. I just I don't I don't buy it, you know. So just all right, to put in perspective, he was six. He's born in 1964, so in 2007 he's already 40 in his 40s, 43. So I'm just like I just don't see. Fuck. A 43 year old man being very intimidating as Ghost Rider, you know? God but, damn, I'm 45 in a while. I mean, <laughs> your, your Ghost Rider days are over, Andy. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, bro. I still got it, man. I'm an intimidating prick. Well, I think I am. <laughs> yeah, no, Ghost Rider was okay. I, 
I don't want to oversell it, but I don't want to undersell it either. I think it was okay. And maybe if I watched it back in the day when it first came out, it probably would have ranked a little higher. But it, it was an it was an average movie. But I'm glad I watched it just because um, it was a, a hole in my uh, superhero movie watching. Uh, so I'm glad I rectified that and took care of it. So real quick, Dan, are you going to watch try to watch the sequel? No, no, I was just curious for Nicolas Cage in the first one, uh, just because I had never seen it. And I think for the most part, I've watched all of the superhero movies, even the Punisher, the original one with that old, um, uh, the actor, I forget his name from Hung, that guy. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, I mean, but he's... That guy at one time was like the it guy, and then right, I think right. Punisher kind of derailed all that. Yeah, I don't know what happened because I even thought the first Punisher was pretty good, and then they went to that second Punisher where I think they recast it. Yes, and then he was like swinging on chandeliers, yes. like spinning in awesome. circles, and I'm awesome. like, dude, this is awful, man. What the hell That's are what they doing? I expected in the first one, like he nah. just murdering. Mo- you know, that guy just died recently, right? You know that? Oh, like, did he? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I did see him Ray on Stevenson or something. Yeah. Right, right. You, you got to watch the TV series, dude. If you like Punisher, that Oh yeah. That, that was that, really good. Yeah, for sure, the Netflix thing and supposedly there's word that it might come back because they're working on the Daredevil and that they might yeah. do like a Daredevil Punisher like combo yeah. thing. So Yeah. That'd be sick. Really excited, man. I don't know if it's going to be on Disney or Netflix, but we'll we'll see. I think it's yeah. Disney. Disney? Okay. Yeah. So we'll have to check it out. Maybe I'll have to subscribe to it or not. But with all this inflation, I man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to. And that kind of takes us into the article of the week. So I got this article from CNBC, and it speaks to something that we're all familiar with, uh, inflation. Nowadays, man. Um, the only thing that has dropped back to somewhat normal are eggs. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. We just went to Aldi yesterday, and the eggs were like a dollar twelve, and we're like, "Holy shit, they're back to normal." Before, man, it was like almost twelve bucks a dozen. Man, it was ridiculous. But getting into the article, um, it it it's kind of um, a wacky article speaking about how there's four products that have beaten inflation and not been influ- uh, influenced by it. And prices are somewhat where they used to be and have not gone up. Uh, so I, I won't read the entire article, but needless to say, there are four products to, that have not gone up uh, significantly or not changed at all uh, since inflation started uh, about a year and a half ago, maybe two years now. Um, first one here is Arizona iced tea, uh, which is has been famously 99 cents forever. Uh, the cans and I, I am. Those are the ones that I usually drink. Are those big, like forty ounce uh, cans that they sell? Kind of those bigger size, twenty three ounce ones. It says here. I, I remember those being ninety nine cents in co- uh, high school and college, and people used to drink them. The right. the green one and the pink can, right? Because it's like yeah, lemonade. the green tea, right? Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. I, I'm still shocked that they're a dollar. I mean, I haven't really looked for them in a long time but yeah they're still a dollar good for them right the other one here is uh hot wheels with the one dollar toy cars which uh when junior was really into um um 
toys and whatnot, he did enjoy his his Hot Wheels, and we did have a, a small collection of Hot Wheels when he was a little kid. So those are still the dollars. So it's good to hear about that. My uh, my son is into monster trucks, uh, Hot Wheels at the Dollar Tree. They're a dollar twenty five. The but they feel they're all like plastic, so I don't know if the cars are cheaper or uh, better made, like with uh, steel or whatever. But the the a lot of the monster trucks from the Dollar Tree, uh, they're they're all plastic, but they're not. I mean, I don't care if he loses them or whatever. It costs me a buck. Right, right. Uh, the next one here, Costco one dollar, uh, one fifty hot dog and soda combo. Man, this is a great value, dude. And I mean, I don't know if you guys have memberships to Costco or even Sam's Club. Sam's Club's hot dog is pretty good too. But this is awesome. This is a great treat. And I think even my wife, uh, when we were getting out of church today, she's like, you know, we haven't had a hot dog from Costco in a while. We should go. And I'm like, yes, because she was asking me what the article was going to be. She's like, we should go for lunch. So I think we're after we record this, I'm, I'm heading down to Costco. But Costco, 150 for a hot dog and soda combo, man. And it's still rocking. And then the last one here on the article, a Planet Fitness $10 per month membership. This is still going, and I could adhere to it just because our membership is also $10 a month for, for us here in the family. But, yeah, man, four things that have kind of stayed around the same price or kind of gone up a little bit maybe. I think uh, to your point, Andy, the Arizona cans, I think I've seen some that say like 129 But even that, a $0.29 cent increase, uh, it's lower than what inflation is Um uh, over all these years, because just in this last year or two, they said that inflation rose up about 13%. So everything went up about 13%. So it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, don't know if you guys have taken advantage of any of these uh, things or have you noticed in in the um, uh, while shopping that these prices are still about the same? Uh, the Planet Fitness one I did use back in the day. To know that it's still ten dollars is actually pretty good. Um, I, I imagine it's just because their model, their business model is pretty decent, where you, you do get a good value for the ten bucks. And yeah, I have a feeling like they they have probably like good deals with their suppliers and shit. Well, the article states, no, that the the black card membership did go up five bucks, so it's twenty five. That used to be twenty, right? So that went up to twenty five, and then. You do get good bang for your buck. Uh, I think the only thing they it doesn't talk about there's that one time yearly fee of whatever they want to call it. I'm pretty sure that might have gone up to adjust for for some of that, but uh, they didn't talk about that in the article. That that they that is true. They do have that one time fee. I want to say it's like sixty bucks, and that's probably Mine's where they're forty because <laughs> they have fucking had it forever. And, that's and that, why. That's probably why is because that they hide the price of uh, the, they keep the ten dollar monthly fee, but then they just increase the yearly renewal fee or whatever they um, once whatever a year they, they charge you yeah. right. Yeah. So they're probably just hiding the increase in there. So does that, the the black card have the fee too or no? Do you know? It, yeah, I believe all, all the memberships. And to be honest, uh, now that you brought that up, I didn't realize how much more expensive it was. But I don't see a lot of people tanning and, and getting uh, the massage chairs and stuff like that. Because when I used to go to the gym like five, six years ago, man, that was packed. You had to sign something to maybe get in 
for the weekend kind of thing because they were always packed and filled. But now when, when you go to the gym, they're all empty. I mean, if you just walk in and go like, Hey, can I get a massage and you're a black card member? You could probably just go walk in and get it. The, at the old gym, before I moved, they went through in haircuts for a while. And right. mm-hmm. the problem was it was, nobody was ever there. They never had a, a stylist or a barber or whatever you want to call them. Um, and people, uh, yeah, I mean, it was crazy. It was just like uh, the one over there, the one by my house. I've gone to a handful of times, and the uh, gym is pretty, pretty, pretty in pink one, Andy. No, what was the one you went to? The Planet Fitness. <laughs> oh, I thought the haircut place. What was the name of that haircut oh, place? Oh, the to old to? Italian place. Yeah, pretty, pretty in style or something. It was weird, right? And I was like, a bunch of old <laughs> Italians, like old school doing the haircuts but the name was pretty pink haircut or stylist or something right i remember when you guys first took me there uh you and i think dave because you guys Mm -hmm. both went there and i was just like pretty and pink nah dude i'm not getting my haircut here and yeah it wasn't until you walked in and got to like the area that uh, those old detailing guys were at that i was just like oh okay okay it looks cool but i'm like man are we going to a salon where the hell is this (laughs) <laughs> they were one of the first guys businesses that I remember uh, <clears throat> I would get a haircut as an adult. The last time I went, it got kind of pricey, but they were advertising that they take Bitcoin. And I'm like, what the fuck is Bitcoin? Um, and that was like 10 fucking years ago. And uh, I was like, man, I don't know. I guess the guys were ahead of time, but it wasn't the same old Italian barbers. It was like some younger Italian guys now. And... Um, but yeah, man, we were. I, my dad used to take me there when I was a kid. I can't imagine how much they cost now there. I'm thinking like twenty plus dollars. Hey, what was the barber that was by Best Buy they used to go to? Oh, uh, that was a good spot too. Yeah, that was a good one. I don't remember his name or the name of the spot, but Oscar, yeah, my cousin. Yeah, yeah, that was a great spot. I I, I missed that one, but yeah, man, I can't even imagine what pricing are right now. I know for Junior. For his haircuts, they're like twenty five bucks, uh, Ooh, but but he, but he goes to sports clips, so Shit. I don't know if that's just a haircut or if that's you know when they throw on you know like um, uh, happy ending at the end or I don't know. <laughs> and the happy endings for twenty five. Shit. Well, the place by by my house is a great clips. I only go when I get the the coupon. The eleven dollar. It used to be ten bucks. It's eleven dollars. And then they used to go to the jewel by my house, and the back of the receipts was this $5 off coupon. They got rid of all that shit. And, uh, and it ain't like exactly they do the best work, but man, yeah, if you go to a real barber, it's like, that's how I was thinking. It's going to be like $20 plus, dollars plus tip. Plus like, tip, right? And then you're thinking, like, I give, I give this guy three bucks. Is he going to get pissed off at me? <laughs> like, right? Like, yeah, it's because uh, it's a professional. Like, it, it, it's. It's just a weird time. And then, like, we kind of talked about in the past, everybody wants tips now. And, like, do you tip everybody or do you not? And people get, and now people have uh, the, the the people that are working have the balls to say, you're like, you're not going to tip us? <laughs> like, you know, people get upset now. Yeah, man. We were, we just went somewhere. I forgot where it was. Uh, I think it's when we went to Lake Geneva. And we just went for, in the morning for, like, coffee and cookies or some shit. And, there was a tip thing and I'm like, dude, I'm just, it's like ordering like a Dunkin' Donuts. What am I going to tip the guy that's bringing me the donut yeah. and coffee? I'm like, I, man, it is, it is nuts. I, I don't, I don't get all this tipping thing going crazy like, now. 
when we go to lunch to that sandwich place, I don't want to name the name off of Lake Street. And when they do the little flip, uh, when they swipe the card, like, like do you want a tip or something? Then they flip it over. That's like a thing now. Um, they just did a CNBC did a whole video, a package and an article about it. Like, is this getting out of control? And people, uh, you, when you go pick up stuff, like people are like, do you want a tip? Do you want a tip? Do you want a tip? And then and a lot of people feel awkward to say no. I was in the beginning, but now I'm like, nah, I ain't tipping shit. <laughs> and like, I'm picking up stuff. Like, and uh, the people, they, they talk to people like, I feel like I'm obligated to give something, even though the only services is they're ma- they made my food. They're not even bringing it to me. I'm going to pick it up, you know? Right, right. That to me is the big line in the sand for tipping. If I'm sitting down and you're bringing something to me, then all right, cool, you're serving me. But if I order something at the counter, if I go to TBK and I'm ordering some tacos and you flip that screen around when I'm paying and it says tip at the bottom, I'm putting zero and I'm just rolling because what the hell, I'm I'm grabbing my own food. It ain't like you're bringing it to me on my table. Great food, by the way, but I man, I tipping well, is when somebody brings things out to me. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like back when you used to pay cash, at least you would put they had a thing you just put your loose change or like uh, not the dollars, but you put your change. I feel like people are losing out, you know. And uh, ever since with the card, it's it's so weird. Uh, I, I think people, everybody just expects it, you know. Right, uh, right. For me, it's it's been about their politeness or their service if they have really good service yeah i'll give like you know a dollar dollar fifty tip it's like it's not it's not going to break the bank to do that and maybe it'll make them feel better better and maybe it'll you know they'll remember me the next time i go in they'll be like oh yeah give this guy extra meat or whatever you know and what happened when he goes that's it dollar (laughs) fifty what are you gonna do then then I don't go back there anymore. <laughs> then what? <laughs> then they lose. on your food. <laughs> nah, they'll lo- they'll lose my business, you know. But they they're not gonna. I don't think they would do that, you know. Nah, if I took people, a dollar, I guess it depends where. I I, I think. But the yeah. article, the video, I gotta find, dig it out. They do say some people are like, oh, "You're not gonna do nothing." Like you know, we're like busting our our backs here. The, the pandemic, the short labor shortages. And, like, they made some people, some customers feel awkward. And, like, some of them felt like they were getting held up. Like, you're, like you're being like, give us more money. Don't fucking go nowhere. We're going to remember this. You know, and people right. fucking got weirded out. Like, for example, the subway I go to, I'll give, uh, like, a dollar or dollar fifty tip or whatever it is. It's, like, 15%, but the total is, like, 15 bucks or something. So, they yeah, it'd be, like, a dollar nice fifty. with that, bro. I mean, but the way I look at it is like he made the sandwich in front of me. I see what he's doing. He didn't spit in it, obviously. And then he did it with a smile. He was polite and all that. And sometimes, you know, I'll ask him for something like bacon and they'll put a little extra on it. And I noticed that. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll and ask him for spinach. They'll put a little extra spinach. All right, here's your tip. What happened? You're but like, hey, bro, I forgot. I don't wrap that. I want to toast it and take the lettuce and tomato out. You going to give I him mean, extra? Yeah, I'll give him maybe something. But nah, it all depends, you know, because like obviously if it's something like Wendy's, right? And this is like they're they're putting out hundreds of burgers a day. My burger's not any special than anyone else's burger. 
no, I'm not going to tip that because that's just them doing their job. And this guy, technically, at Subway, he is just doing his job, too. He's not necessarily entitled to anything special. But sometimes I'll do that. You know, I'll be like, it's on me. I I want to give you a little something extra. I know I'm going to come back here. I know you're the only motherfucker that's ever working here. Every time I'm here, I always see you. I'm like, I want to be on good terms with this guy and be like, here's an extra buck fifty, whatever. And it's worked out. It's paid dividends. It's been, you know, nice there. You ever think he goes like, here comes this motherfucker with his spinach and shit. (laughs) 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 Fucking dollar thinks he gets out of this extra. That's what I imagine. That spinach is good, man. (laughs) Hey, Andy, how much do you think Oscar uh, tips for his services? Depends, or when he gets or when he gets services. He I think he's a good tipper, but he expects a lot of like he wants people smiling and dancing <laughs> and shit like that. And if you don't I mean you've heard the stories, he's like that bitch didn't smile when she was making my sandwich. He like turned around and walked out and like went somewhere else to like he, Ozzy's or Alan Joe's. I think he was the original of the boycott, man, because we stopped yeah. going there and that company went out of business, man. Yeah. <laughs> They were making commercials with hamsters or some shit, and then next thing you know, you never heard about them again. Uh-huh. You never heard that story in a while? He went to nah. the Quiznos on North, and then he goes, man, fuck that place. When they made my sandwich, that lady wasn't smiling. She was pissed off, so I said, fuck this, and he just turned around and walked out. Dang, dude. And then That's crazy. Quiznos went on there sooner right after that. The pump, and then their stock went down. <laughs> yeah, Quiznos was actually good for a while, man. They went out of business quick, though. I think they yeah. were the originators of toasting the the bread. Yes. Now, now yes. Sam's Club does it all the time. Yeah. Subway, Subway followed yeah. Subway. Yeah, yeah, Subway. Yeah, because they didn't do it for a long time. For decades, they didn't do it. And then all of a sudden, Quiznos comes out of nowhere, and they're like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I thought you were going to say that Oscar asked for, like, a discount and shit. I'm like, damn. So he actually did tip. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he tips. He just... He wants people like acknowledging him, like uh, American meat. Like, hey, look at me when I place this order, and like when you make it, you be happy about it. If he doesn't get that vibe, he'll fucking leave or say fuck this. I'm not like he'll leave. He's done it a bunch of times. But yeah, he also likes how that. food looks. Like if uh, he liked this burrito place because when they made the burrito, it wasn't sloppy. It was like neat. Everything was like perfect. And, like. It was all right, but he loved that it looked like that. And to this, I don't know if he come, when he comes visit, he he wants to go there. But he, like, oh, let's go over here now, nah, man. Fuck that. That burrito's soggy or it's fucking not wrapped right. Fuck it. Let's go over here. And then it's like perfectly wrapped and like good. It looked good looking and shit like that. Man, you guys are getting me hungry now, dude. No. I haven't eaten anything, so I think that's, uh, I think it's time for me to go get something to eat. And that means we have to wrap things up for today. But I do want to say thank you so much for joining us on the Freeform Network. If you're not already, please follow us on Twitter at FFR Podcast. And if you have any questions, suggestions, anything you want to hear about, uh, maybe us talk about any subjects or anything, any questions for us, just drop that email at ffnquestions at gmail.com. Well, from Freeform Radio, my name is Noel and we have Daniel. Yes, sir. I'm also hungry. Going to Costco. I'll come back with the review on that hot dog. See if it's still <laughs> worth a dollar fifty. Hell yeah! And we got Andy. It's all good, Andy. And uh, don't forget, Danny comes with a soda, so that that's the second option there. So it's a lot of bang for your buck there. But uh, nice. we'll catch y'all next week, guys. Well, we wish you a great night and a beautiful tomorrow.
was cool, Dad.